And now we're gonna do something everybody like to do. All right, here we go. One, two, one, two, three, four. Yo, 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 this is Charlie Toller from Jurassic 5. This is Mark Ray. This is Craig Charles. And you are now tuned into Joints and Jams with Shaka Loves You. With Shaka Loves You. With Shaka Loves You on Soho Radio. Listen on the slide. You're gonna have tiny legs. Nah, longer, longer fingers, I think. <laughs> I can ruin any party, mate. <laughs> Just say no. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and good luck on y'all's show, man, for real. So, 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 so. Welcome back, guys. Thanks for joining us again, wherever you are. You're tuned into Joints and Jams on Soho Radio. And as always, we're Shaka Loves You. We're going to be your host for the next two hours. What's coming up in the show today, Jamie? Coming up, we've got loads of new music, as always. We've got some Stone Cold Classic. We've got the brand new revision from The Reflex, a new edit from Ellie Escobar. We'll be playing some tracks off the new Funkin' Beats compilation from Bomb Strikes. And then, plus, seeing as it's December, people are pretty much in Christmas mode now, so we're going to play a selection of our favourite festive joints. And who we got on the show this month? Yeah, we're finishing off the year with a pretty special guest. Uh, he's the world-renowned remixer and disco superstar, The Reflex, so he'll be joining us on the phone later on for a chat. The album feature this month is DJ Shadow's new double LP, Arthetic Age. We're going to play some tracks off that and have a wee chat about it. As always, we'd love to hear from you guys. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Just search Shaka Loves You. Go and drop us a message. Say hello. And if you like the music you hear, check out our Joints and Jams playlist over on Spotify. And if you head over to our website to sign up to our mailing list, you'll get exclusive music and discounts too. We're kicking off the show this month with our edit of the Average White Band's When Will You Be Mine? Hey guys, you're listening to Joints and Jams on Soho Radio with Chaka Loves You and me, The Reflex. Trouble come 
back in there. Quick. <laughs> started off that first section with our edit of Average White Band and When Will You Be Mine, you can grab that over on our band camp just now. Next up we had the godfather of Go-Go, Mr Chuck Brown and Funky Stuff, that's another one from us. And that's a free download, you can get that when you sign up to our mailing list. And then we finished off with the Kissing Tree and that's the Spencer Lee band that came out last year on Republic Records.
So let's give you a rundown of those last three tracks. First off, we had a track from us. It's called So Funky, featuring JSB on the cuts. We then went into Speedometer and their cover of Chai Lights, Am I Your Woman, featuring Rhea Curry. Then we finish off that section with The Next Men and the track Midnight Method. And all three of those tracks you can grab on the new Funkin' Beats compilation, compiled by Mark Hype, which is out now on Bomb Strikes Records. So we're into the album feature section now. So we've picked another another hip-hop one, actually. This is like the, the fourth in a row hip-hop album. So we've gone for DJ Shadow's new one. It's called Our Pathetic Age, and it's a sixth full-length studio album. It's a double album coming in at over 90 minutes long. The first half is all instrumentals, and the second half is chock full of collabs from hip-hop heavyweights such as De La Soul, Run The Jewels, Nas, Farrah Munch, and then three, the Wu-Tang Boys. Well, Wu-Tang Boys, as if I know them. <laughs> yeah, just the boys, you know. Uh, and then <laughs> Shadow says, as an artist, I feel an obligation to interpret the world around me, and there's no denying that these times are fraught with angst and pain. Yeah, always there is light and darkness, and that's the energy I've sought to harness for this release. So we both gave it a listen. What was your what was your thoughts on it? Uh, I was on the fence a little bit. Well, like on paper, when you look at everyone that's on there, yeah, uh, you're like, you know, this is straight away you're gonna have to you're gonna love it. And I did, I did like it. So so much of it is just quite out there, which yeah. is you know half of that's trademark shadow really but it yeah. just does go like full spectrum yeah the reviews were saying it's it's not for it's not for kind of um, part-time shadow fans it's definitely for the diehard uh, fans out there but there are some pretty amazing collabs on it and i do love that the de la soul collab is brilliant so we're going to play three as usual we'll start off with the de la soul collab rocket fuel then we're going to go into conform featuring gifted gab latif the true speaker and infamous taz and then we're going to finish up with a track which, when I was listening to the album, I literally thought it Spotify had gone onto a different album altogether because it didn't sound like a shadow track and it didn't even sound like it was part of this album, but it's, it's really cool. It's called Our Pathetic Age. It's the title track off the album and it features Samuel T. Herring from Future Islands. Yeah, this is actually my favourite track. Yeah, I really, the album. I really like this one. And it's nothing like the rest of the album. Sorry, DJ Shadow. Receiver. All about running the spot And you know we got breath control 
rocket like rocket fuel. This instrument can teach, it can illuminate, yes, and even it can inspire. But it can do so only to the extent that humans are determined to use it to those ends. Otherwise, it's nothing but wires and lights in a box. Running, rushing, blood spilling, tears are pouring. It seems the well is never filled. Mentally exhausted, overworking, take another pill. Order, keep the owner of the corporation stacking billions. These corporations manipulating our daily lives. Got us exasperated, working through all our days and nights. Sacrifice your leisure time to end up at a nine to five. And working till you are deceased without a single moment for peace. Never still, it just keeps rolling down the hill. Nobody tries to stop it. They'll get a copy, get you killed. You'll be a trending topic. A cog up in the wheel, a sacrifice to the cult of death being yeah. built. Caught up in the matrix virtual digital minds we don't memorize phone numbers or directions when we drive we don't even have to go shopping to get our food and buy things we only push a button we don't even have to try can't even lift the eye away from my phone talking to instagram live just so i don't feel alone flooded my twitter feed with my deepest feelings and thoughts my page is public but my sense of conversation is blocked i validate myself through followers just to feel important instead of living in the moment i much rather record it nobody knows my first name but know my snapchat handle i'm just a millennial trapped in social media standards Funding boardrooms, salaries that pay me an exposure No penalties when they're late paying me No benefits seen, just liens that lead to home foreclosure Advertisement revenue, everything that you consume More for them, less for you, they do all the sorting Try to figure out ways to make you feel important While they keep robbing you blind, hold extortion In some sense, that's the power of the internet On the other hand, that's a perfect formula for the dark side this is our generation's form of nuclear power. How we deal with this will be the stuff of history.
So it's officially Christmas now. <laughs> We're into the 11th. Today's the 11th. 11th of December today, uh, yeah. <laughs> I saw people putting their Christmas trees up middle of November. Yeah, that's ridiculous. What, what were you... Well, well, so we record this. And we recorded it on the... 2nd of December? 2nd. And my tree was already up. <laughs> and uh, so... I, I mean, straight away on Facebook, all I saw on the 1st of December was literally everybody running to go get a tree put up. You, you, you went into full Grinch mode. You're not allowed to put your tree up yet. I mean, you get, like, I love Christmas, but if you put your tree up on the 1st of December and, let's say, you put it out on the 5th of January, that's like four and a half, exactly. nearly five weeks. It's the month of Christmas. I'm pretty sure it's 12 days of Christmas. 
to be fair, it wasn't even my decision to put my tree up or our tree up. It was definitely my girlfriend. Yeah, had, uh, you had uh, I have no part to play in the tree erection. <laughs> Erecting. So we're going to play three of our favourite Christmas joints. This one in the background is James Brown. And he's wishing us a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And that's actually an edit of ours. Well, another one. Yeah. This is like a jam-packed Christmas bumper, bumper special. <laughs> Then we're going to play Curtis Blow's Christmas Offering, Christmas Wrapping. And then we're going to finish up with Clarence Carter's risky <laughs> track Backdoor Santa. I don't think it's risky, I think it's just... Well, I mean, it's clear what he's trying to say. Santa normally comes down the chimney. There's no chimneys in that house, so Santa is going to come in the back door.
give me all that jive about things you wrote before eyes alive. Cause this ain't 1823, ain't even 1970. Now I'm the guy named Curtis Blow, and Christmas is one thing I know. So every year, just about this time, I celebrate it with a rhyme. Gonna shake it, gonna bake it, gonna make it good. Gonna rock, shock, rock it through your neighborhood. Gonna ring it, gonna sing it till it's understood. My rapping about to happen like a knee. You been slapping on until you've been tapping on a hunk of wood. Bought a red suited dude with a friendly attitude and a slave full of goodies for the people on the block. Got a long white beard, maybe looks kind of weird. And if you ever see him, he can give you quite a shock. Now, people, let me tell you about last year when the dude came flying. Here. Well, the hawk was out, snow was on the ground. Folks stayed in to party down. The beat was thumping on the box, and I was dancing in my socks. And the drummer played at a solid pace. And the taste of the bass was in my face. And the guitar player laid down the heavy layer of the funky junkie rhythm of the disco beat. And the guy with the 88 started to participate and I could sure appreciate the sound so sweet. Day. 
Uh, so what you what you getting your girlfriend for Christmas this year, Martin? Let's keep the tradition up of embarrassing you about your terrible present giving. Oh man, I'm, I don't know actually. Well, you were telling was- you were telling me that you've 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 just done a joint advent calendar over there. Yeah, we do like an advent calendar, so put it on the wall. But it's like a wee stocking thing, and then we take odd and even days, and then we each put a gift in. You know, all the days, and each day we get to open one up and see how much uh, the other person loves. Has spent on the other. <laughs> And what, what have you what have you what have you gone for in for your days? Well, it's now well it's only the second of December when we're recording this. But what was your? Well, I was putting a chocolate in oh, each yeah, one, <laughs> and then really uh, adventurous. There, really pushed the forward on an advent wait. calendar. I was putting a chocolate in it, and then a little handwritten note of a nice memory. Oh. So each day she can enjoy some milk chocolate and a nice memory to start the day oh, off. It's very romantic. Yeah. You've set, the, you've set the bar pretty high. I've done, I've done better. After last year of my individually wrapped socks and yeah. some coconut milk, I, th- I thought I should try and... Uh, step it up. Step it up a little bit. Hopefully my girlfriend's not listening to this. We should be expecting handwritten notes. She doesn't even listen to your music. <laughs> she doesn't listen to the show anyway yet.
shake of a soul boss with the most thundering, storming sounds of soul on Soul Hall Radio. Shark's on the mic. Come on, brothers, hit me back one time. Ouch!
So after the Christmas section, we played you Ellie Escobar, Bill Flight of Love. And that track was part of Juno Download's Christmas giveaway. Every day in December, they'll give, give away a free track from some of the hottest artists and labels in dance music. They've got artists such as Floating Points, Ellie Escobar, Detroit Swindle, and labels such as Razor and Tape, Heist, Metalheads, and Hot Creations. So you just go to their website, drop your email in, and every day during December they send you a free track. But you can only get it for 24 hours, so you have to be quick. And then we played a track by us called Disco Weapon 2, and that is available on free download on Friday the 13th as part of the, the Juno Download Xmas free track giveaway. And then we finished up with a new Reflex revision. That's Raphael Cameron, All It's Good To Me. Speaking of the Reflex... I'm pretty excited about this one. I can't believe he said yes when we, when we asked him. We just... Must have been a quiet month. Must have been. <laughs> yeah, but we've got the Reflex on the phone in a little minute. Um, he doesn't really need much introduction. I think your, your mum's probably heard of the Reflex. So he's remixed the likes of Niall Rogers, Giorgio Moroder, Kathy Sledge and Bootsy Collins. And he's gathered support from virtually every DJ on the planet. Giles Peterson, Mr. Jam, Jazzy Jeff. All play his edits on a regular basis. He made it onto Barack Obama's iPod. And Noel Gallagher calls him a genius. And we're super excited to have him on the show. So let's get into the chat with the Reflex. So, 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 so. Okay, so we're on the phone to the Reflex. How you doing, man? Hey, I'm good. Thanks for having me. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Thanks for chatting to us. My pleasure. So where in the where in the world are you at the moment? Because we saw you were in LA recently. Are you back home now, or? Yes, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm back home. I'm, I'm at the studio. Uh, I was I was in LA, Palm Springs for ten days. Amazing. Ten days, yeah. So I went there to do some work with a French artist called uh, Michel Polnareff, and uh, he's one of the biggest French artists since the sixties. And I'm a huge fan, and uh, yeah, he got me over to do some work with him, so it was pretty cool. And he's still going. I noticed I was I was doing some research on on the guy, and he'd had uh, he's had a pretty long career. He's got another album coming out, or he's working on another album in the last couple of years. Uh, his album came out uh, last year, ah, okay. uh, but it took him like twenty nine years to release it. Yeah. Wow, yeah, twenty nine years. Yeah, it's not that prolific. So, uh, so it's a bit of a coup to end up working with him because, I mean, I don't know when it's going to come out. Obviously, I have no expectations. It could come, it could sure. come out in 20 years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm in no rush. Yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully you're still around when it comes out, right? I'm, I'm hoping, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm hoping. <laughs> so was it all work in LA or was it, did you get some time to, um, to relax no, as well? it was. It was because I also had, uh, had some meetings. And uh, nice. I've, I've, I've signed a deal with uh, Universal. Oh wow! So so that's why I went there for as well. So uh, amazing. Um, uh, yeah, I can't tell much about it now yet, but when they're when it's ready, there'll be an announcement or something. Yeah. So so yeah, so good, so good. This uh, combination of uh, years of work. So sure. so it's all so nice. Amazing. So I wanted to kind of take take it back a little bit and, and kind of talk about how you first started. Obviously, where where, where in France did you grow up? I'm from uh, Avignon. Okay. In, in the southeast. And how did the Reflex story, did it start there and then move to London or did it... Well, no, it started here really, but I've been uh, full-time for nine years now. Right. And uh, but I've lived in London since 1998, so it's over okay. tw- yeah, 21 years now. Was London always on your kind of radar to go there or was it... Well, you know, the town where I come from is most people leave to, to a bigger town for work opportunities. So... Most of my friends went to Paris, 
Yeah. And, uh, and co- because I could speak English, I thought, well, I might as well go to London. It's bigger, it's more international. Yeah. And music-wise, it's, it's more happening as well. So, yeah. So uh, when, when did you realize that, you know, something was happening with your career and people were really kind of taken to your style of production? Because, you know, nowadays it's not unusual to see your revisions getting, you know, millions of plays on YouTube. Well, I don't know. I think the uh, the first time I've, I've uh, sort of Googled uh, one of my remixes and, uh, and I found out that Craig was playing it. Craig Charles. On, on, yeah, on, yeah, on, yeah, on his BBC, yeah. Yeah, he's a big supporter. Yeah, I didn't even know that he was playing it. It's just one day I just so randomly Googled uh, one of my tracks and I said, oh, actually, that's being played on the BBC. And then obviously at that time, SoundCloud was still a big thing. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so you get you get feedback from, you know, well-known DJs and yeah. they say, oh, can I have this? I like it and all that. So, so yeah, there was a certainly some uh, uh, things where you could see that it was working for for some people. Sure, I think that was the last time we saw you. Actually, was playing with Craig Charles in Glasgow. Do you remember that gig? Was... Oh yeah, Sub Club. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's yeah, right. yeah, supporting. Well, because you, it was for the Jacksons, wasn't it? It the was. Jackson yeah, show. it was. And I remember you couldn't play. I know yeah. we were. So, yeah, <laughs> we were so for, raging because they've changed. They changed the venue. That's right. Yeah, Something but we like still, that, yeah. We, I've still got the poster in my studio. Yeah, it's got the name on it. Well, exactly. <laughs> I saw that malice, mate. Is that exactly. <laughs> we still like to think we were we were there. Yeah, know? we tell yeah, everyone we played yeah. there. <laughs> that was a good gig. Uh, it's always good at the sub club, anyway. So, yeah, uh, Subby's always a yeah, yeah. It's a pretty solid club. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. So obviously, speaking of DJs, your your revisions appeal to such a wide range of of DJs, different genres and, and styles of DJing. Was there anyone that that you? That you heard when they were supporting the track that you were you were kind of taken aback or you know surprised by? Well, there's all sorts of people, so it'd be like people like Scream, yeah, or or Eats Everything, yeah. You know, they're they're sort of more known for more housey, yeah, more of a yeah. harder sound really. But I guess they're just music lovers at heart. Sure. So, oh, and I think the the uh, the advantage of the, the way I do the stuff is that if you want to play sort of a classic, you know, disco track. Sure. Uh, uh, um, in your set, then uh, that might that might be the the one that works for you. Yeah. Uh, or if you do, you know, a more eclectic set rather than just a house set, that's the sort of things you can rely on. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's been all sorts of people uh, that you know I, I wouldn't expect to to like the stuff. But at the same time, I've done so many, I've covered quite a lot of genres. So it's not like I've been doing the same one thing, sure, like a yeah, lot of. Yeah. A lot of DJ do they just do one genre. Yeah. It's basically the same track all over and yeah, all over yeah, yeah. Ev- yeah. every time. So so when I did uh I mean uh that's how uh Noel Gallagher found me through uh, the jam. So I did the mix of the jam town called Malice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and he, he found he found that on SoundCloud that's how he found me. So if I had never done that, you know, they might not have opened doors that that he had, you know. Yeah, so you're you're working with him now. You did a is it official remix for him? Is that right? Well, I've done uh, seven. Oh, wow, seven for him, and uh, we've done one that's coming out in February on the next EP. And uh, so, th- so this year I've done four, four that came out in one year. And, and you've uh, actually, you've actually met him, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Hung out with him. He came to the studio. Nice. And uh, yeah, I met him several times. Yeah, yeah. Seems yeah, like a pretty. He seems like a pretty fun guy to hang out with. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you, you, you know what it's like. Uh, <laughs> yeah. in, you know. So, uh, 
Yeah, no, it's great to have the, the, the respect in you. He really gets it. So yeah. it's not like I, you know, I didn't approach him or anything. So that was purely down to uh, 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 his love of music. And I think he he understands what I can do with the stem. So he's curious to see what I can do with his ears material. Yeah. You know, and because uh, uh, I think he likes the fact that I try to keep the song when many of the remixes he had done in the past, you know, they, you know, they might have been, you know, good dance remixes, yeah. but but you couldn't barely recognize the song. Yeah, it's just totally uh, different from the original. It was just another track, you know, and uh, yeah. it can be a really cool track as well, but I think the, uh, the, uh, the appeal is to hear your song, song that you wrote, you know, with you know, with the same sounds in, in a new light. Yeah, that's that's what's that's what's fun, really. Yeah. Uh, if you don't recognize any of the song, well, it's just another exercise, really. Yeah, absolutely. Is there anyone that you'd really like to work with that you haven't worked with yet? Uh yeah, yeah, sure. It's loads of people, uh, but it's all depending on if they're interested working with me, really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I did a mix of Beck for last oh, mixtape, yeah. Oh, yeah. and uh, I like to do an official mix for Beck uh, nice. you know something like that uh, at the moment I'm doing uh, Roshi Murphy oh yeah and nice. that, that that's someone that I really admire so so I'm really happy about, about that nice nice you've been going for nearly a decade in the industry is there is there something that uh, you kind of wish you knew when you first started uh, I think yeah maybe uh, uh, if you are able to be uh, surrounded by you know, a team of people that can really help you. Yeah, uh, that that will go. That should go a lot quicker mm-hmm. for you. Uh, but it's not easy just to find the right people, or just unless you you got shitloads sh- of money and then you really yeah. pay for for you know for that kind of uh, professionals in in the industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, yeah, this might be things I would have done differently. Uh, I think sometimes the issue I have is that people. Because people see I'm doing like Michael Jackson in Earth, Wind and Fire, mm-hmm. uh, you know they they may think this is you know I'm just do, playing two hours on a DJ of uh, of uh, you know super well-known classics when yeah. when it's you know it's deeper than that you know is uh, I don't you know turn up and play two hours of my YouTube channel. That's no. that's why you have the YouTube channel. You know you can enjoy all of that. It doesn't mean that I'm going to be playing that all the time because I'm also always playing work in progress and new things um, yeah. uh, when you know there are a lot of DJs who will just be happy to rehash the same old stuff every set yeah. and uh, I, you know I, I think uh, uh, you know I don't want to be playing ABC in every set Sure, yeah, of course. You know, yeah. but there are people who will be happy for me to do that. <laughs> yeah. You know, so so you play every now and then, and when you do, you enjoy it. Uh, if you have had to play every set, or even play rock with you every every set, yeah, uh, yeah. man, is uh, uh, you. I always try to progress and move on with with. Uh, I, I think I produce enough material to yeah. be able to try to showcase that. But yeah. it's not always it's, it's not always easy. I think sometimes people just want you to play. Play the hits. All, all the, the tracks that they they know you for, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But I'm not the Rolling Stones, you know. <laughs> you know. The Rolling Stones can do that; it's fine, you know. But you know, yeah. you know what I mean. I'm a DJ, you know. Exactly, so you're a DJ. You're not. It, yeah. You know, you you gotta you gotta you gotta you know switch things up, you know, regularly. I think. And it keeps it 
from my point of view, I get bored if I'm just playing the same sets or the same tracks. I need to be. Oh yeah, that's what DJing's about. Yeah, I mean, you know, there might be a sort of thirty percent of stuff that is from my YouTube channel, let's say, sure. uh, and, and the rest is new things and exclusives I get here and there, and yeah. uh, work in progress as well. It's really important because sometimes you know it takes months before I finally you know, get the time and uh, the uh, understanding of uh, on how to finish a track yeah, and, and then making available or put, upload it or put it online or whatever. And when you're, uh, when you're approaching a new, a new revision project, is there, how do you go about choosing a track? Is it, have you got a process for that or? The way I work usually is I've got a whole bunch of stems. So I've, I've got like 20 projects on the go and then I just go through them every day. Yeah. And uh, some are going to be wrapped up in a couple of days. And some you do a little bit here. Then following week, you do another bit there. Yeah. And then uh, depends on how, how complex the, the session is, sure. how, how messy it is, how difficult it is. Uh, sometimes you have the idea, but it's just kind of not easy to uh, make it happen. Yeah, to finish so, it. So, yeah, you just got to... You can just gotta be patient. Uh, often, also, what happens is that if I have twenty projects on the go, maybe, maybe only sort of seven or eight will actually end up being finished, because yeah. the other ones, uh, I work a bit on it and I'm like, okay, this is not going anywhere, or it's missing this, or the sounds are not just not good enough. It's just gonna be too much work to get anywhere yeah. satisfying. Um, so I think that's the uh, it's a sort of process of elimination. Yeah. Uh, you have all these stems and you just dig through them and then you know you see the ones that you can make something out of uh, yeah. uh, and quickly you can see the ones that you're like okay that's just going to be a nightmare one uh, you know and, uh, and sometimes it's disappointing because you have an idea on a, it's not always a track that you have in mind that's actually going to work sometimes I've done mixes in the past where I'm working on I've, I've got the, this session and uh I'm like, oh, okay, this is cool. And then uh, a couple of hours, you get something really good. You're like, hey, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. And and that become, I mean, uh, one example is uh, the Nina Simone I just did and I posted. And uh, was that the one that you just sent out in the email the other day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the one. Yeah. It's a great uh, one. I mean, that's, I had this that those multi trucks for years, and I right. just I just thought, oh, let's do these, let's do that song because it's about freedom, and I did that freedom theme mixtape. Sure, yeah. And uh, and that wasn't one that I spent a lot of time on. It was just sort of you know managed to you know get it sounding right. So okay, that's nice. Mm -hmm. And then I get more more feedback on, on that one than than on one that I spent bloody months on. Oh really? So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So sometimes you just don't know how yeah, things going to pan out. It's going to be it. perceived. Yeah. We've all kind of had gigs that maybe haven't gone to plan. Have you got a a, a worse gig story? Oh man, I've got tons of <laughs> <laughs> so we don't worry. Where to, where to start? Well, the, there's the one where you play after a live band, yeah, and they're great, you know, and then everybody leaves after the band, yeah, and it's just That's you how and it does a lot. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had one of those not long ago. Uh, yeah, when I played, uh, what was it? When I played at Glasgow uh, in that park, they put me on the same time as Chic. Oh, oh, that was that's the one, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, so we played that as well, but we were playing uh, during the day, I think. Or we, did yeah. we play? No, we played, that was the Sunday you did, wasn't it? 
I think so. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I was the last one on that sort of stage. At the same at the same time as Sheik <laughs> were playing, yeah, and yeah. Uh, I think they just actually stopped it earlier. They just finished it half an hour earlier, and then I can just went and go and see Sheik. Go, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, so this thing happened. You know, sometimes it's just out of your control. We, I remember we did a gig uh, when we were first starting out. It's quite a long time ago, and uh, we were playing up in Thurso, which is a, a town in the, the way up in the north of Scotland, and uh, we were playing on the back of a. A fish truck. All and right, I th- and I think they just delivered the fish and then <laughs> delivered the truck to the to the venue, and uh, it it stank. It just smelled of fish uh, the whole time, and it was raining, and there was three people there. <laughs> uh, so, what's next for you? Is there any? I mean, I know you you talked about the thing with Universal. Can't really tell as much about that. But is there anything anything else coming up that you can talk about? Uh, yeah, I'm off to Brazil. Oh, wow. Two weeks, yeah. Got a gig there, first time there. So it's looking forward to that. Amazing. And uh, then the week after, I'm off to Singapore for another gig uh, on the beach. Oh, wow. So it's a long, it's a long way to go, but hey, it's worth it. So it's gonna uh, beat the, it's gonna beat the London weather in November, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Even though it's a, it's a short, short, won't be there for long. But okay. What I'm doing at the moment is trying to place. Uh, officially more remixes that I've done okay so there's quite a few things where I'm just waiting for approval and then we can make it uh, available to all you know officially yeah uh, and that's quite the hardest thing to do these days yeah, yeah. Uh, so now, now I've got to a certain level where it's a bit easier to approach people and say yeah. hey this is what I do and yeah. support I have etc because I really at the end of the day you you want the stuff you worked on uh, uh, the stuff that you worked hard for yeah. to, to be en- enjoyed by as many people as possible yeah. absolutely you know yeah, you know and uh, but that's always the, the issue when you uh, only do uh, remixes uh, um, so um, so yeah I'm just concentrating on that and uh I just got a kid as well four months ago. Oh, congratulations. Because I've got a son, thank you. Amazing. And so that takes a lot of my time. Has it been going balancing DJ and dad life? Uh, well, the DJ, I've sort of put things on hold for a bit. Okay. So just to have time, yeah. So, uh, yeah, just the, the nights are being interrupted, as, yeah. as you would expect, <laughs> yeah. as you would uh, expect yeah. from, from a child. But no, it's great. It's great. It's just uh, it's another amazing experience. Yeah, so so yeah, trying to trying to spend some quality time with my family at the moment. Sure. That's that's really important. Yeah, amazing. Well, that's a that's a nice place to leave it, Nicholas. Thanks very much for taking the time to chat to us, man. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. All the best to you guys. Yeah, take care. Take it easy. Thank you. Bye bye. From east to west, north to south, the station of now, Soho Radio.
So we're coming to the end of the show, guys, and the last show of uh, the decade, actually. As always, if you want to catch up with any of our stuff, just head over to our website, shackleofg.com, or say hello on any of the socials. Thanks to everyone that's tuned in over the last six months. A big shout out to Soho Radio for letting us chat nonsense and play music on the air. And this is Shaka Loves You, wishing you a Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year. We'll see you in 2020. So-